I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. We come to H time. Let's get the work in, man. Let's go. Great day. Great day. Oh, give me some juice, baby. Two more days. Two more days till the big game. Two more days till Saturday. Ravens and Texans. And uh, it'll be here before we know it. 3.30 kick right here on Sports Radio 610. Seth and I got you at 12.30. We will remind you of that many, many times over the next couple of days. I'm Sean Pendergast. He's Seth Payne. I am, as you know, from uh, walking into the studio with me having other cities' radio stations on, you know, East Coast stations that are playing during our 5 o'clock hour, I'm rather enjoying the Texans still being alive in the playoffs while... Other teams who've had great success over the last few years are concerned about dismantling their coaching staffs, yeah, replacing yeah. their head coaches. Yep. This is fun to have the shoe on the other foot this uh, this postseason. It's uh, it, it feels good to it, it, it feels good to know that Cowboys fans and Eagles fans are going to go into the offseason with zero hope that their guy can get it done. Like they spend the entire offseason just feeling like, all right. Whatever. Okay, we'll wait around, and then next year, if the Cowboys go twelve and four in the regular season, if the Cowboys win fourteen games in the regular season, there's not a single thing that any non-idiot Cowboys fan uh, will will make a non-idiot Cowboys fan feel like that. There's a chance. Yeah, you know, man. They, they they have zero faith in Mike McCarthy. Zero faith in Mike McCarthy. The Eagles fans have zero faith in Nick Sirianni. Yeah. Zero. So no amount of regular season success will make them feel any better about that. So we should mention, if you're just waking up, what it is we're referring to. Um, Mike McCarthy is going to be the Dallas Cowboys head coach next year, mm-hmm. heading into the last year of his deal. Um, Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman, the GM up there, according to Diana Rossini of The Athletic, have been spending the last couple days kind of vetting and sifting through potential coordinator hires. Uh-huh. So if you're Matt Patricia or... Um, Brian Johnson, the coordinators up there in Philadelphia. I hope you're renting, not owning up there. That kind of it looks like they're going to make some. Anyways, um, ben jo- yeah, uh, Brian Johnson's getting uh, head coaching interviews, which is like that. That offense is completely falling it's apart. Totally with broken. him as the offensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Brian Johnson, the second best quarterback in the history of Baytown Lee. Yeah, behind Clint Sterner. Um, so, uh. So anyways, yeah, that, that was the big NFL news yesterday. It's like the Cowboys are keeping Mike McCarthy. It looks like the Eagles are keeping Nick Sirianni. And so there's two playoff teams every year that have no hope going into next year. Meanwhile, 
Meanwhile, our head coach sees the future. Did you see that video floating around yes, last night? Yes, uh, D'Amico telling Christian Harris to just go ahead and sit on a route by a tight end. And if he does that, then he'll have an interception. And that's what he did. What happened? And he got a pick six. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that was um, – that. that that's we'll have that audio here. Uh, yeah, we got. In I just, oh, yeah, okay. in my mind, I came to oh. it way earlier than I thought. I got oh, it slotted right. okay. later That's in the show. I thought yeah, we had it. I was yeah, like, we oh, do. Okay. We do. Ben, do we have that? Yeah, we got it right yeah. now. Okay, yeah, cool. Let's play it. Here it is. You just hang right there and just play the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Play the quarterback. As soon as he snap, step in front of it, go pick. Yes, sir. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Fourth and two from the Browns, forty-three. It's picked off. Here we go to the left, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Christian Harris. Second pick six of the game. Zone defense. So here's Harris. His eyes are on the quarterback. And at the last minute, he breaks underneath in front of the intended target, Harrison Bryant. Had to run over. I know. I'm sorry, baby. It's, uh, you know, he's exciting out here. I don't want to hurt. I got you. Yeah, no, please don't. <laughs> that, that, I'm sorry. That last part was the the linesman. Yeah. J- D'Amico almost ran over the linesman in his exuberation. The exuberance. When you go back and watch that, it's it's pretty cool. When you watch it from the the all twenty two. Um, <laughs> Christian Harris doesn't move at he's, all. He's like a statue. He's, he's a statue. He's just sitting there, <laughs> yeah. just with his feet planted. And as soon as Flacco puts his back foot in the ground to throw, uh, he breaks on it. So, in uh, 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 a Ravens fan had put some clip of him throwing interceptions to tight ends uh, in similar situations. Oh, Flacco! Uh, Flacco! Yeah. Uh, I saw somebody uh, people asking like honest questions, not sarcastic questions, like. Wait. So wait. How does this happen? How does he know that? And I started to, I started to like try to come up with a detailed answer, and then I realized, like, look, this is what we were talking about yesterday. You can dictate terms to some quarterbacks. You show them a certain look out of a certain situation. You know what read they're gonna make, and that's what happens to the Texans there. And all you need to know is this is why Joe Flacco always threw more interceptions than anybody else. He just can't help himself. And it's, gosh, it's painful to watch there because he's so slow and methodical about it. As I, it's, it's like watching a gazelle at a watering hole, man. Like when the alligator's just sitting right there. Christian Harris is an alligator. He's the alligator. And he's just yeah. waiting, just sitting there, still as could be. If the gazelle would just look and, and wonder... What are those eyeball-shaped rocks sticking out of the water? <laughs> he might the, the the poor gazelle might not throw an interception, but there. Well, he goes. it was such a specific situation. It was fourth and two, also. Yeah, it was such a specific situation. You know, you knew it'd be a he, crocodile, by the way. You, you, you knew, thank you. Yeah. You you knew that that Flacco was just going to try to keep the chains moving. You yeah. know, he was going to go with something short there, probably. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was so cool though to see that, like to see D'Amico basically say. You sit here, you watch the quarterback's eyes, you're going to get a pick. You'll get a pick. Yeah. And there he did it. And it was cool to see Christian Harris's trust in D'Amico. That he I just, texted you. Sat I almost like, if I had to coach him up, yeah. I'd be like, hey, Christian, don't make it look so obvious that you're sitting on the route. Like, at the, Flacco can't be okay. that dumb. Here, he's, he's like 35, he can't be that dumb. So here's, <laughs> he, but he, here's, here's, where, here's, here's where me watching that and you watching that yeah. is a different thing. Because I texted you. That that tweet yesterday, that video, and I'm sure you'd seen it already when I sent it to you. But the text I sent to you was, "Is this normal? Oh yeah, is this normal? Like like D'Amico's getting a ton of love for this yesterday. Yeah. 
Um, that not to that degree of confidence, I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does happen. And again, like that's why Flacco throws so many interceptions. He's predictable, and and some it's always a matter of um, you know, everybody's got computer printouts of what their own tendencies are, and everybody self scouts. But there's no accounting for how people act in stressful situations, mm-hmm. and and that's really as simple as that. Just think of yourself. You know, back in uh, back in school when you had to do those the uh, the math tests when there was a time limit. You know, yeah, yeah, I don't know if yeah. did you guys do like minute man drills or whatever. Like Probably, you'd, you'd yeah. have to do your multiplication table in like, like in less than a minute. Yeah, it, for sure. it's a lot harder. No doubt. You know, take your SATs without a time limit. It's a lot easier. So I mean, football is that ultimate test of just you've got to make super super fast decisions in uncomfortable environments under stressful conditions. And, like, Flacco's not good at it, and D'Amico knows, uh, like, exactly when that's going to happen. It was you know? cool. It was yeah. just a really cool, it was, it was a cool video. It man. was really, like, it was a combination. So it's not normal in that this is the big thing. Like, that seems simple enough, but when you're coaching a lot of things that D'Amico wants to do on defense, there are simple answers at times, but you also got to keep 20 other things in mind, too. Yeah. So, you know, there's only, you got to be careful with what you what you dish out to players right. because there's some players I mean, like earlier in the year I don't know exactly maybe in that same situation he wouldn't have been quite as forceful with Christian mm-hmm. because Christian might not have been able to handle all of it yeah, you know because yeah, you're yeah. looking in looking for a certain personnel grouping and in a certain situation a, a younger player might forget about all the other stuff and and make mental errors elsewhere and that's where with Miko there's been a constant Back and forth, I think, in trying to figure out, okay, how much can we do without making mistakes, without making errors? And because when they make errors, they get gashed in the play action. But there are games where, man, when they're dialed in, it's really, really good. And we'll play Orlovsky some a little bit later talking about that. That's where it's been. I mean, it's almost like where the line, as the linebackers go, so the defense goes. Mm -hmm. Because when those guys have a really good feel, like Christian Harris did there for what's going on, they're really, really good. But when they're confused, it gets ugly super yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, they've had some bad ones too. Um, so Texans-Ravens on Saturday. Injury report is big as, it is, as it's been for the last several weeks. Um, do you do – I saw some concern yesterday. Do you have concern that Jonathan Grenard and Will Anderson practiced in a limited fashion on Tuesday but were DNP yesterday? No, because we've seen that. Already, we've seen them go backwards. Yeah, we saw Will go backwards. Did he go backwards? Yeah, he went backwards, and we were. He did a DMP on a Friday at one point. I think. Yeah, he had had practiced and then not practiced. So I think that those guys probably. What you just hope for is that their their ankles aren't going to get any better, but just hopefully they didn't get any worse. Grenard would be the one I'd worry about because he actually left the game at one point uh, last past week. week. Yeah, Christian Harris popped up on the injury report, limited with a calf yesterday. That's I'd be more worried if it was a DNP calf. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. if it was a DNP calf, then it would be more serious. Yeah. So he's probably got a, just a tweak or a, I, here's tw- my, a tweak or a twerk. Something. Maybe both. Maybe. I, I hate he, it. I don't like seeing men twerk. I would have let him twerk after that pick six. Yeah. I would have let that go. Yeah. I don't. I don't. It was like when. Uh, I would have gotten a lot of run. Remember when Warren Sapp did that Beyonce dance? That was an uncomfortable look. <laughs> yeah. Not because he's a man, but because he's Warren he's Sapp. He's Warren Sapp. It's yeah. just something like, uh, like that's the wrong kind of thick. Yeah, that's not good right. thick, man. Yeah, no, no, no. no that's, that's not, not Beyonce thick, with two thick C's. for sure. No, that's with the C and yeah. the K. Yeah. Um, my feeling on this is, if I'm thinking everybody that can walk is going to play, 
on Saturday. Yeah, I think so. I think that's kind of what it well, is. Well, it's all it's always a balance though too of uh, like everybody's tough enough. It's just a matter of effectiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to be honest with uh, with each other. Mark Andrews. Well, that's what. Yeah, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews said that exact same thing yesterday. So Mark Andrews, the tight end for the Ravens, who's been out with for nine weeks with a broken leg, uh, may come back. He was a full participant yesterday, right? Yeah. But he's still. But but he said like it's going to be. It sounds like kind of a game time decision, unless unless he's just using a little gamesmanship. Yeah. So he said, you know, we have a lot of good players here, and I don't want to. You know, I'm only going to go if I feel like I can actually contribute at the same level. I as think those he'll guys. suit up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he may, maybe he's going to snap count or something like that. We'll see. Marlon Humphrey is dealing with a calf injury as well for the Ravens. He has not practiced. Yeah. Um, that's that's a underrated one. A lot right of calf there. stuff going on. A lot on, of calf huh? stuff, man. And that cold weather up there. Yeah, absolutely. The, the defensive backs. I mean, really, the entire defense for the Ravens is a plus. They're all very, very good. It's hard to describe exactly. Like, what's the theme of that defense or the identity? I would just say being good, a whole lot of yeah, versatility. <laughs> yeah. They're ver- they're very versatile. Um, they they disguise a lot. They're just very shifty. They they can shifty in a well in a nefarious way. I would say shifty the same way uh, you might be worried about uh, a guy stabbing you in the ribs. Uh, shifty. He's a that shif- kind of shifty. They're shifty characters. There you yeah. Go. Um, nobody from the Ravens would ever stab anybody in the ribs. So I think that. The, the, Not the, this era. The whole thing about them is that they they switch up coverages. They they switch up responsibilities. Their safeties play all over the place. Although Kyle Hamilton is very much like uh, I think what we would hope to see out of Jalen Petrie next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, like plays, all over the place. Plays slot a lot. Rover. Plays up in the box. Plays free safety a little yep. bit. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, this Ravens game, Bobby Slowick, Texans OC, met with the media yesterday. We know Bobby Slowick has been requested for interviews by a handful of teams, a bunch of teams. Has he taken any of these interview opportunities yet? How locked in is Bobby Slowick? We're going to hear from the Texans OC next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Hi, Bobby Slowick. Bobby Slowick is a candidate for several job openings out there. 
in the NFL. Looks like two of them that he might have been a candidate for are not going to be openings at all. Mike McCarthy sticking around in Dallas for another year, at least. Uh, Nick Sirianni, it looks like, is going to be sticking around in Philadelphia. Nothing confirmed from the organization, but Diana Rossini of The Athletic had a reporter, a tweet yesterday that Sirianni and Howie Roseman are kind of vetting coordinator candidates. Were they right hoping to maybe maybe somehow Indianapolis would fire Shane Steichen and they could <laughs> yeah. hire him back? Bring him back, yeah. yeah. Shane Steichen is, just, uh, yeah, I'm more convinced than ever that Shane Steichen is really good at, at running his offense, and it was awesome for Jalen Hurts because I saw Gardner Minshew look as consistent and as good as he's ever looked under Shane Steichen as his offensive Gannon coordinator. Gannon, too. Yeah. I, I would say Gannon. I mean, I know Arizona wasn't great this year, but I think they were more competitive than people thought, and the Eagles' defense was a disaster also down the stretch. Uh, so I think, you know, Steichen and Gannon both. The, the defensive probably, coordinator from last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gannon. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, the, it, it, who's the Arizona coach now. Um Here's Bobby Slowick yesterday. Bobby Slowick uh, asked um, about all these job interviews he's got coming up. He says he's locked in on the Baltimore Ravens. Same as last week, you know, very grateful for every consideration, grateful for the opportunities, grateful to D'Amico, to Nick, to the Texans organization, you know, for giving me this opportunity. But right now, I couldn't tell you what's going on. I'm entirely locked in on on the Ravens. You know, I know coming up here pretty soon, that process is going to start pretty quick, but I'm going to cross that bridge when I get to it right now. Right now, I'm just... Baltimore. No interviews yet. That's correct. No interviews. So that was a big question yesterday. Is it done? You and I were asking that. Has he done any Zooms yet? This this made me feel actually pretty optimistic. There's another couple answers here that make me feel even more optimistic. But the fact that he... That he's staying? Yeah. 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 I'm not hoping that he leaves. Um, and I don't care if like, I didn't know if you meant about the game and the Ravens. No, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah. Optimistic that he won't leave. Yeah. Um, because like I I think that he could easily be doing Zoom interviews right now, and him thinking like okay that's a bridge I'll have to cross. It I really get the sense that he's put he almost consciously decided to put zero thought into it because because he needs to like he's seen man he's seen what happens sometimes when some of these guys are interviewing for jobs and all of a sudden all of a sudden it just they lose focus or they get upset or what have you. And I think his goals for this year were to to dial in and become the best offensive coordinator he could. Um, the fact that it it genuinely seems like he hasn't put any thought into it makes me feel more like okay, he's going to go into these interviews and realize, kind of like Tomiko did the year before, that all right, you know what, I don't have a I don't have a plan the way I would really like to. This is something I can work on this off season. Yeah, I wonder too, just if he's like. I wonder how specific he is about like looking at the jobs that are that he's being asked to interview for. You know, like how much he likes those jobs. I guess you can't get too, too choosy. It's yeah. always going to be, by and large, bad teams that are Sean, looking for new coaches. I'd like to think of it. Uh, we can all go through this. I think I've, got, I've gotten pretty good at ignoring the various women who show up in my DMs that are interested. Like, hey, I'm only in town for three weeks or what have you. Or, hey, you and I look like we have common interests. Right. Would you like a Russian bride? I was about to uh, say, your syntax like, is way better than the ones I get. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> you get how many various offers on social media do you get from people that you know are a scam? You just you, you learn to just ignore all of it. So I feel like Bobby Sloak, same thing. Same uh, thing. Philadelphia Eagles. This is no different than some so uh, some woman that's uh, like oddly interested in me for for no reason whatsoever. They don't even do the DMs anymore. They just reply to tweets now. You know, they're just out there in the open. These they just bots. put it right out in the they open. They put it right out yeah. there. Like I'm doing. You know, I'm tweeting about like, hey. Look, uh, check out the PFF stats for the Texans' offensive line. 
And then you just get a reply like, what What you think of this? With like three heart emojis. And it's always blurred out. You have to click the little the little button there to unblur yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like Bobby Sloak is leaving all of those those ex-posts blurred right now. Yeah. He's just like, he's not responding to anything. Yeah. I so like, uh, like, there's a little, like a, a shadowy image of perhaps um uh, what's the name of josh harris the owner of the right right of washington you like, like this? a shadowy image yeah. of some guy in a, right. a three-piece suit right. he's like no 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 i have i got i got other stuff to worry about I'm good. i got a wife and a kid and a job right. nope i'm good I'm you good. up baby three yeah. heart emojis <laughs> with a sleep emoji and an eggplant emoji right there yeah and you underclick and it's josh harris the owner of the washington commanders yeah bobby slowick's locked in man He's locked in. No interviews for him. But now, but that, that that's the thing is okay. Uh, could he be enticed? We'll find out. We'll th- we'll we'll find out next week if he starts taking. He Zoom did interviews. sound open to doing interviews at some point in that cut. To me, he did. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> like, he did not say I don't plan on doing right. interviews. Yeah, like, he just said that I don't know. I'm not thinking about it. That'll yeah. start next week and it'll next start. Next week was fast. the big thing. Yeah. Problem is that that. Theoretically, possibly the AFC Championship starts next week as well. That's a that, that, that's a lot going on in one damn week. Damn it! It is. Yeah, it is. And I feel like the Texans have a shot to still be playing this time next week. Um, speaking of which, Bobby Slowick was asked about getting ready for this game this week. This was interesting. He talked about watching Baltimore film. Baltimore down the stretch this season, coincidentally. Played Miami and San Francisco. Yes, two uh, two big Coop Shanistani yeah. shops. In fact, one of them actually has Shanny as their head coach, um, and they destroyed both of those teams. <laughs> like, took them to the woodshed. How much as you're getting ready for Baltimore? Do you watch the Miami and San Francisco tape? I'd say the one thing that jumps out when you're watching the last two months of film of the Ravens is there are a lot of games that are out of hand in the fourth quarter. I mean, I want to say there were two games maybe that were competitive in the last month late in the game. Um, the Rams jumps out to me and Cleveland, and Cleveland had to claw their way back in that one. You know, So there were a lot that were out there. I don't think it was just Miami and, and San Francisco, but it's, it's helpful – not necessarily in how they're going to attack us because I think a lot of times on defense, just as much as you're attacking the scheme, you're attacking people. But it helps a lot to get similar looks. That's where it becomes really beneficial. You know, a, a lot of different offenses align in different ways. Some teams are really condensed formations. Some teams are really wide formations. Some teams motion a lot. Some teams don't. And it just lets you get looks at how they play certain things and, and make certain adjustments. And then we see if we can take advantage of that. Well, yeah. and, you know what? I would add to that, by the way, the Rams as well. Like, um, they have similar yeah. offensive philosophies, yep. terminology, all that stuff. The Rams, the Rams tend to be more you know, pass oriented than Kyle Shanahan. Uh, but like a lot of the same deals. I honestly, I, I interpret that answer as Bobby Slowick saying like, yeah, like those teams got destroyed, but we got to get a really good look at how the Ravens are, are attacking those teams, oh, yeah. including the Rams who, who put up a, a very good fight versus 37, the 31. That's yeah. the only close game to Bobby's original point in that yeah. cut. That's the only game that the I'm not counting the Steelers game in Week 18. They didn't play any of their guys in that game. But of the games where they had Lamar Jackson and everybody else playing in in, in games, the last time they lost was in mid-November to Deshaun Watson and Cleveland 33-31. Then they went on a six-game winning streak where the only single-digit yeah margin was that Rams game you're talking about five weeks ago 37-31. They destroyed the Bengals. They destroyed the Chargers. They destroyed the Jags. 
the most impressive part, and it's very recent, they beat the snot out of the 49ers on Christmas night in San Francisco, and then they beat Miami 56-19. to 56-19. That was a game where Bradley Chubb was still in at the end of the game and tore his ACL. Mike McDaniels had a rough go of it, so like two of his last three games were just absolute dismantlings. Yeah, and, the, and his season is viewed largely as fraudulent because they didn't beat anybody good. They didn't beat good teams, nope. right? Yeah, yep. Miami. Well, in Dallas, too, even Dallas, which they squeaked one out at the end, uh, they uh, Dallas ends up being fraudulent too. Yep, that was the fraud bowl. Those two. Yeah, it was like it was like two con men going at it, like pretending to punch each other. Yeah, that's why I felt like after that game, we resolved nothing in that. Yeah, game. yeah right. you guys played down to the right. wire. It looked like it looked like it was going to be a high scoring affair, yeah. but no, nobody could score touchdowns. Yep. they would just get they would get up to the they were just shadow boxing the entire time, that's it, man. talking a lot of smack, right? <laughs> like old time. Oh yeah, old time boxers. Two playground guys. They hold one hand over their face and yeah. they're swinging with the other. Oh bloody your face, you scoundrel! <laughs> No, how bloody yours! With their fancy mustaches, swinging but gloves afraid at each to, other yeah, from arm's distance. Afraid to actually get dirty. Here's Bobby Slowick on C.J. Stroud, the ultimate preparer. I mean, we changed pretty much immediately after our Week One Baltimore game. Uh, kind of how we were attacking, approaching some things. Our conversations have always been the same. It just takes time, and I know I've. C.J. is the ultimate preparer. You know, he's not a rookie in that regard. He's a rookie in that. Every lesson he learns, he really tries hard to bank. Like, he he puts a lot into making a mistake and making sure he doesn't make the same mistake twice. But he prepares like a vet. He prepares like someone who's been in the league six, seven, eight years. And that speeds up all our conversations. You know, like, I feel like I'm talking to another coach. So our back and forth are usually pretty quick. He understands what I'm saying. I understand what he's saying. We understand how to communicate quickly. And if we want to make an adjustment and kind of find a middle ground, sometimes we'll find a middle ground. That part really just took time. And the more we grew in in our rapport, similar to the rest of the offense with CJ, like it it just became tighter and clearer what we wanted to do. Okay, there's no way in hell he's leaving this year. Uh, There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell. that, That relationship that he just described, if I'm uh, if if I were getting in in his ear, which I plan, I'm I'm going to pay somebody to get close to him and start whispering things, propaganda in his ear. Like what? Do you, that's the relationship you've built over the course of this year with C.J. Stroud, to where almost it it feels like you're talking to another coach, not just another coach, but another coach that that you see eye to eye with, and you can have these conversations super fast. Versus like, what are you going to fast forward to next year? You take Caleb Williams in Washington with a number two overall pick, and you got to spend forty five minutes uh, uh, like holding him to your chest and comforting him on a Monday morning after a loss. It'll, uh, Caleb, it'll be all right. Everything's going to be just fine. This happens in the NFL the same way it happened a lot at USC. You lose some games, okay? But we'll be okay, buddy. I'll be your mother. Yeah, I'll be your mother figure. He's going to have to get one of those. Cry in my bosom. Yeah, he's going to have to get one of those. Meet the parents. To oh, the, the, the fake, strap, the things. fake milk, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the breastfeeding thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's gonna have to let Caleb Williams <laughs> suckle from his fake breast, right, right. Suckle at my teeth during training camp. You're gonna go yeah. from having high level football conversations to Caleb Williams suckling your artificial teeth. Is that what you want, Bobby Slowick? I don't know. Is man. that what ten million dollars? Ten million's a lot of money, dude. Ten million a year. Ten million. So a Caleb lot of can money. suckle your teeth. I don't know. I mean, that's. Bobby's his man, I'm my own man, but I don't know, $10 million? A lot of people would pay good money for that. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> Wait, I'm the one getting paid? Look at these auction items at this charity event. Trip to Aruba, golf trip to 
Golf trip to Tory Pines. Caleb Williams suckling on your fake teeth. Oh, I got to go 10000 on that give for this sure. Up, Bobby, not just for one do it more for the, year. Do it for the kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, and I'll tell you what. That cut also, Seth. Yeah. Teeth suckling aside. Uh-huh. Um, it, if Bobby did choose to go, it made me feel better about whatever the transition is to whoever's next. Like if C.J. Stroud has that level of maturity yeah. with this offensive coordinator, That's a good point. then I feel pretty good that as long as they're hiring competent people to yeah. be the offensive coordinator, I don't know if they'll be good at Slowick. Maybe they'll be better than Slowick. Who knows? Um, but that C.J.'s the guy who's going to be here forever, yeah. we hope. Right? I don't know. There's something to be said for... Right, right. That's And that's what I've always said. Like The whole hire a defensive coach versus hire an offensive coach... It really only matters if what you're planning for is mediocrity. Yeah. Um, honestly, because you're that's your safeguard. It's like okay, because in people's mind they have this image of like, yes, you're gonna have the mastermind architect offensively, and he'll work with that quarterback for 15 years. In reality, it's a pretty. If you talk about having superb head coaches, it's a pretty even split between defensive guys and offensive guys when it comes to sticking around for a long time. And what really matters is the quarterback himself. Yep. And then if you've got a really good quarterback, it's it's kind of easy to find uh kind of easy to find a, an offensive coordinator. I shouldn't say easy, but it's easier to find an offensive coordinator that's going to work with them. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's like change can be a good thing too. Um, when sometimes you swap out an OC. Which they messed with in Pittsburgh at times. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think uh, like that part is true. But I think those first two years, these seminal years, where CJ's really still learning the league, as CJ himself said after the game, I'm still a rookie. I'm I've still got stuff to learn. Yeah. And like those first two years, kind of like when a child misses out on key parts of his development, it's it's hard to recapture that development. After after puberty or what have you, yeah. I just want I want CJ to uh, stick with Bobby through puberty, yeah. Through no, football puberty. Make no mistake, I want Slowick to stay here. I yeah. just that that cut made me feel like incrementally better about if he were to leave. It's up to him, probably. I, well, it's up to these teams too to hire him. We'll see. I want um, to get. I do want to get to the point where yeah, like after two years, I feel like CJ could help tutor whichever OC comes in. Like he's Peyton Manning or something like that, right? Like it's yeah, his offense, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Tom Brady with yeah. Bruce Arians. Yeah, Tom Brady had to put Bruce Arians to his chest, right? And let Bruce. And it was a weird Bruce visual. Suckle his teeth. That was a weird visual. With his big battery pack on his back. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. That's on, on right. Bruce's back. All right, let's um goatee tickling <laughs> his bosom. Let's get to the uh, the Texans, the injury report and headlines here. John Harbaugh. Talking about this upcoming matchup, we'll have that in headlines. Big coaching news in the NFL. Really? Rough road trip for the Rockets. Oh. We have headlines coming up next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents... Pain and, Pain and Pendergast with today's headlines. Right, headlines time. Let's get to the uh, injury report for the Texans. I, the only the only thing that was real jarring on the injury report for the Texans yesterday, Seth, is that, and I say jarring, like visually jarring, like, oh, wow, those two guys were practicing yesterday and now they're not practicing today. It wasn't shartling. It was just jartling. Jartling. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Um, Will Anderson and Jonathan Grenard did not practice yesterday after practicing limited on Tuesday this week. Yeah. So, on paper, <clears throat> going backwards, but I think this feels more like part of the process of managing both of those guys. You know, those ankle injuries right now. I, um, I feel like anybody who can walk is going to play in this game on Saturday. I, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I guess. Like, that's the whole... I, the, the problem is, like, okay, if they can walk, that's fine, but if they're, they can actually be a liability out there, um, you got to make that But we decision. just saw both of them out there last week. Yeah, know? yeah. Well, except Grenard left the game. Um, so I don't know. Like, did he did he reaggravate it to a point where the next day he was really a mess? I'm guess I, we'll find out today. Yeah, I'm nervous about Grenard. Okay. Um, you feel, you seem offended that I don't share the same gut feeling no, I'm not about it. Okay. At all. No. Stop being offended at my yeah. gut feels. No, 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 no. I yeah, and and I your your feel on it is more valid than mine. I'm Joe fan here going. If they can walk, they're going to play. And meanwhile, yeah. I'm a player. I'm like, no, this bleep hurts, well, Sean. Okay, no, no, because that's the problem. Okay, like I I guess um. When I say that, it's not like a matter of toughness or anything. It's yeah. just a matter of like, okay, the coaches, the coaches and the trainers are watching guys during the in the pregame war- when they're doing How those they pregame move. workouts. Yeah. Sometimes it's the players saying like, ah, I just don't know. Sometimes a player will be like, no, I can go, and the trainers will look at him and be like, dude, you're you're just hobbling like crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're just, yeah. You're not going to make it. Yeah, yeah. I guess I should say they're all going to want to go for yeah. sure. Um, so we'll see what happens. Here's here's John Harbaugh. Baltimore Ravens head coach in his press conference earlier this week. Here's what he thinks of the Houston Texans. You know, they're just 17 weeks better. You know, I think they do a good job. Obviously, they've steadily improved every single week. I thought they were a very good football team week one. I think uh, if you go back and check your records, you'll you'll find that. You know, so they've uh, they haven't surprised me or they haven't surprised us. They've they've done pretty much what what I thought they were going to do. They're a very good football team. They're very talented. They play very hard. They execute at a high level. You know, CJ is just doing a phenomenal job. Nico Collins. Michigan guy, you know, man, he's he's a go-to guy for him. A lot of a lot of skill players, good offensive line, playing very physical. Defense is all over the field as you'd expect, you know. Obviously, um, just a really good football team. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope hope Nico didn't accept any calls from Jim Harbaugh this week. 
Yeah, if, no. Uh, that, you might pull a little Belichick Block. mind trick thing on him or Block. something. Yeah. You're yes. not allowed to talk to Jim Harbaugh this week, Nico Collins. Nope. None of this like, hey, let's reminisce about uh, old times. The year you didn't play for me during <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it's <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> Nico hasn't played Nico for Nico sat out. You know, that's one part of the Nico Collins saga that you forget is that he also, yeah, he sat out an entire year of football. When people ask, like, how did this guy go in the third round? Okay, this is something I haven't heard people compliment Nick on in a while since Nico really came to preeminence is that there was a little bit of a gamble on some of the COVID guys. And I think Nick, I, I would suspect that Nick looked at Nico and thought, wow, people aren't sure about this guy. Cause they didn't get to see that last year of college football. And like that, that this might be kind of a bargain here in the third round. Gave up a lot to get him. Yeah, to, yeah. He moved up 20 spots. He gave up way more I, than people thought he should. I think have. there were some GMs that COVID draft that, that kind of said, all right, we don't know, so I'm just yeah. going to, like, extrapolate the graph. Glitch in and, the matrix. Yeah, and yeah. like, and we're just going to – so because Nick did that with a couple guys. I'd have to go back. And, but I remember Nico Collins being a guy that I thought, okay, the Texans seemed one that were, like, kind of bullish on on some guys who were getting checked down because they sat out the COVID year. Um, We got some text here about the previous segment. I, I wanted I, – this is headlines, I know. There's not a ton of headlines today. Rockets lose last night to the Knicks. They went 1-5 and five on the road trip. Not, no reason to dwell on that. Mike McCarthy is sticking around in Dallas. We've talked about that this morning um, for another year at least. It looks like the Eagles are going to retain Nick Sirianni. So two big openings we thought might be out there and available to Bobby Slowick are not going to be out there, it would appear. We got some texts about a Bobby Slowick cut we played in the previous segment. And this maybe kind of sailed past me, but it was the cut about... The Texans and um, Bobby Slowick yeah. using the Miami and San Francisco film as a way to scout um, those defense. The scout the Baltimore defense. Baltimore played both Miami and San Francisco, both of whom run the same offense the Texans do. I want to play it again and see if I hear the same thing that these people are <laughs> noting on the text page that Bobby basically said, "Don't compare CJ to those bums, Purdy and Tua." Let's see if we hear the same thing. Let's say the one thing that jumps out when you're watching the last two months of film of the Ravens is there are a lot of games that are out of hand in the fourth quarter. I mean, I want to say there were two games maybe that were competitive in the last month, late in the game. Um, the Rams jumps out to me and Cleveland, and Cleveland had to claw their way back in that one. You know, so there were a lot. That were out there. I don't think it was just Miami and, and San Francisco, but it's it's helpful, not necessarily in how they're going to attack us, because I think a lot of times on defense, just as much as you're attacking the scheme, you're attacking people. But it helps a lot to get similar looks. That's where it becomes really beneficial. You know, a, a lot of different offenses align in different ways. Some teams are really condensed formations. Some teams are really wide formations. Some teams motion a lot. Some teams don't. And it just lets you get looks at how they play certain things and, and make certain adjustments. And then we see if we can take advantage of that. All right, so, so you attack people. Yeah. That's the part I think the texters are hearing. The, right the, yeah, I, I, I'll take it at face value what he said, which honestly was – if you read through the lines there, um, like if he wanted to be bolder about that, he'd be like, well, because the, the way DJ Bienname asked the question, I believe it was DJ Bienname, was basically like, look, the the Ravens just destroyed the 49ers. They destroyed the Dolphins. Those are two Kyle Shanahan and or Kyle Shanahan acolyte offenses. Um, like, are you, you worried a little bit about that? Like, to paraphrase. And Bobby said... 
No, we got really good looks at the Ravens. Like what? No, yeah. it's actually an advantage. I would have to flip that on its head. What am I? What am I? A scared little? What am I? Caleb Williams? No, I'm. Uh, we're going to turn that into a positive. Uh, I don't know, and I couldn't hear because you can never hear the damn audio in those press conferences. I couldn't hear if DJ mentioned that the Rams are also out of that same tree, and the Rams have a lot of similar traits to those offenses because the Rams, the Rams fought pretty hard. Versus the Ravens. Um, that was the one competitive game that the Ravens really have had since the Browns game. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I look at it. I don't look at it as him insulting Tua because they look. They also have Tyreek Hill. Uh, they also have Jalen Waddle. True. They it's uh, like the personnel for the Dolphins. I, it's it's more than just the quarterback. I'm with you. I like that this energy exists though in the fan base. Like, yeah, yeah don't compare CJ. Hey man, he ain't Brock Purdy. He ain't Tua. Yeah. He is Coleridge Bernard Stroud the fourth baby. A lot of uh, you know what I think there's a little bit of there's a little bit of false bravado among some fans, and you know I know this hmm. because as soon as I say anything like yeah you know what Lamar Jackson has actually genuinely improved as quarterback this year, I'll get like five different people like why are you saying they can't beat Lamar Jackson? Why he, they're gonna kill him? They're gonna kill him? I'm like all right, you're you're not actually confident. You're the guy. You're the guy that's beating his chest a little too much. No. What I say is that CJ is 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 a damn fine quarterback. In terms of being an actual quarterback that doesn't have to rely on his legs, I think he's a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I think he's more technically sound and pure. Um, I think he's already there in a lot of regards. It's just that Lamar Jackson has turned into a better combo package than he used to be in terms of he still can use his legs extremely effectively both as a passer and as a runner. Um, but he's improved as a passer mostly because they've got a new offensive coordinator that's running a more diverse offense. And Lamar Jackson, for years, people would wonder, well, can the offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, just not call these plays, or can Lamar Jackson not execute them? Turns out that it was Greg Roman's Yeah, issue. that's yeah. and, and, the, and it, that, that change in OC is the thing that makes me pump the brakes a little bit on the whole Lamar Jackson sucks in the playoffs thing. Right, exactly. He, you know, like, it's he, this is the first playoff he's going into with Todd Munkin as his OC. Well, Let's see is, how that goes. Well, you know, and that's where it, it's a lot like basketball. So much of it in the NFL playoffs starts to remind me of the Rockets when uh, they were in the era. And it's partly, like, I'm, this is going to sound harsher on the Rockets than it should be, but... There is an element to racking up regular season stats, but then what do you do when you face a really good team in the playoffs? Because it's different. You can't just take advantage of statistical inefficiencies and everything. These are actually mano a mano, you know, matchups, and uh, it like it, it doesn't always work out that way. I think that um, with the Ravens back when he was MVP, when Lamar Jackson was MVP, they did a lot of stuff where they could just steamroll lesser teams or even good teams without a bunch of time and focused preparation. But by the time they got to the playoffs, A, you're facing better teams. B, you've got an entire season full of a simplified offense. And it's very clear what the quarterback can and cannot do. And I think whether it's the it, it's the Dolphins this year, it's the Cowboys this year, it's the Ravens back under Greg Roman it was a lot easier to figure out exactly what you needed to take away from those guys come playoff time. This year, it's different with the Ravens. They're a more diverse offense. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, into the 7 o'clock hour we go. D'Amico Ryans sees the future. We have the proof. Uh, And the national gushing about C.J. Stroud and what the Texans might be able to pull off this weekend is at a fever pitch right now. We'll have that for you as well coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 